0: For an hour or so? Or was it a day? I truly don't know. Where the sun never set, where the trees hung low, by that soft and shining sea. Did you respect me for what I did, or for what I didn't do, or for keeping it hid? Did I lose my mind when I tried to get rid of everything you see? In the summertime. Ah, in the summertime. In the summertime, when you were with me. I got the heart and you got the blood. We cut through iron and we cut through mud. Then came the warning that was before the flood, that set everybody free. Fools, they made a mock of sin. Our loyalty, they tried to win. But you were closer to me than my next of kin, when they didn't want to know or see. In the summertime, ah, in the summertime, in the summertime, when you were with me. Strangers, they meddled in our affairs. Poverty and shame was theirs. But all that suffering was not to be compared with the glory that is to be. And I'm still carrying the gift you gave. It's a part of me now. It's been cherished and saved. And it'll be with me unto the grave and then into eternity. In the summertime. Ah, in the summertime. In the summertime. When you were with me. This is Pod Dylan, the show that celebrates the work of Bob Dylan, one song at a time. Proud member of the Fire and Water Podcast Network. I'm your host, the freewheeling Rob Kelly, and I'm here all by myself uh, to talk about uh, this uh, remarkable Bob Dylan song. As you might guess, it's called In the Summertime. It's from Bob's 1981 album Shot of Love, and I'm here all by myself. And the reason for that is this is a song that, I mean, you know, all of Dylan's work means something to me to one level or another. And there are some songs that mean a whole lot to me that I am perfectly happy to have a guest uh, on to discuss with. Um, This is one of these songs that has a very, very specific and personal meaning uh, to me. And it's a song that no one has ever, uh, any of my guests have ever put on any list that they wanted to talk about. And in a weird way, uh, this is like a song that I don't want to discuss with anybody because it is too personal. The irony that I'm saying it's too personal to discuss with a guest, yet I'm here recording it for all of you to listen to. Uh, the irony of that is not lost on me, but but people are complex. Um, so yeah, this is in the summertime. Like I said, it's from, from Shot of Love. And now that uh, the summertime is officially here, because by the time you're listening to this, it's going to be June 23rd, and the summer has officially started. It's my favorite time of year. And this song always conjures so many images to me. And it's not even so much about the lyrics necessarily, although there is one specific chunk of lyrics that I that I, I want to get to. Just a little bit of a backstory: we've we've covered uh, the history of Shot of Love in a previous episode, the Groom Still Waiting at the Altar episode, where uh, Dylan. Uh, this is one of Dylan's most prolific uh, bursts of songwriting—the whole "quote unquote" Born Again period—but especially. Like 1980, 81, 82, and the songs he had in reserve for Shot of Love are just extraordinary. I mean, you've got epics like Angelina and Caribbean Wind and Yonder Comes Sin, and all songs that never made it onto Shot of Love, although he tried in different attempts. And plus, there's like 15 to 20 whole other songs that never even got that far. There's one called Magic that I've mentioned before, which I absolutely love. And I'm frustrated that it's never made it onto a bootleg series uh, edition yet, because I love it. And the the version I have is uh, pretty low quality. It's hard to make out the words. But anyway, I'm I'm getting off track. But uh, Dylan had a lot of songs in reserve when it came time to, to, to record Shot of Love. And the feeling I get from this song is... This vision of him in the recording studio with all the windows open and this kind of like it's the sun is just setting and there's a gentle breeze coming in. And and then, you know, none of that may be true. Uh, You know, I don't know exactly where Dylan recorded this. He's recorded all over the world, probably recorded it somewhere in Los Angeles, probably some busy, busy city street away from. Uh, you know, a, a sunset or away from the beach or the wind or anything like that. But that's that's the vision I, I get for this. Uh, although I am helped along in my belief that Dylan got to look out the window as he's recording it from a, a version he did uh, of his own song "Gonna Change My Way of Thinking," where he jokes about that uh, from his recording studio. You can look out, uh, sit on the porch, and look straight out into Hawaii. Uh, but but anyway, that's the, the, the I, I've always pictured that when I've heard this song and. I do want to get into a little bit of the history of like how I listened to Bob Dylan early on. At the very beginning, when I was getting into Bob, uh, I, was all, I was buying Bob Dylan on cassettes. That's how old I am. I was buying stuff on cassette. And I would go through the albums, and I would pick off the songs, because I didn't want to carry all those cassettes with me all the time. Uh, I took a lot of them on vacation with my parents to the Pocono Mountains, which I mention uh, frequently on another one of my shows, Mountain Comics. And what I would do is I would take my favorite songs off of any particular album and then dub them onto another tape. And I would make sort of greatest hits tapes of the songs I liked. And it would be, you know, like a Rolling Stone and, and Tombstone Blues and Tangled Up in Blue. And I would leave the album cassettes behind. And that's kind of a dumb way to listen to Bob Dylan because, of course, you're only listening to the same songs you like over and over and over again, and you're, you're not getting a chance to re-listen to some of the other ones. But that was how I did it. And uh, In the Summertime is one of these songs that uh, I, I've used this term in other episodes, and I need to change it because it's a, it's a negative term, but I, I think of them as landmines in that this is a song that when I first heard it, uh, which would have been in, you know, 19... 19- 90, 91, whenever it is I bought Shot of Love, didn't mean a whole lot to me. Um, there's a lot of express uh, sort of Christian imagery in here. I mean, Shot of Love is uh, considered the third of the Christian trilogy, the Born Again trilogy, but it's it's the least sort of devout of all of them. Uh, but it didn't, it just didn't register with me. Uh, I, I thought it was a pretty tune. Um, I liked the rhymes, I liked the words, and I like I the, the musicality of it, but it just didn't, it just didn't impact me. So it was kind of You know, one of those songs that I just put off to the side and then forgot about as I was busy listening to other songs on Shadow of Love that I really liked. Property of Jesus and things like that. Then, you know, years pass, and Dylan Records, as they tend to do, age well with you as you get older and you get more life experience. And, you know, at some point after I replaced all my cassettes with CDs, uh, and I would re-listen to the songs, and it became easier to listen to everything, because I had a CD player in my car, and I didn't have to like carry all these dumb cassettes all over the place. I, you know, It was kind of like hearing a lot of these songs for the first time again, because it was like, wow, this, that was a song that I heard once or twice when I bought the cassette, and then I listened to it again. Now I'm hearing it all over again. And there's a section in this song, it's the final verse, where he says, Strangers, they meddled in our affairs, poverty and shame was theirs. But all the suffering was not to be compared with the glory that is to be. And I'm still carrying the gift you gave. It's a part of me now. It's been cherished and saved. It'll be with me unto the grave and then into eternity. And by the time I got to discovering uh, the song again, I had uh, concluded a relationship that was um, very intense, uh, very passionate, and very painful. And the relationship had then, at a certain point, had ended in a way that was not ideal, let's say, and uh, I was uh, you know heartbroken, not even the word for it. I was just decimated from uh, the way that this relationship had ended. And I just found it very, very difficult to to get over. But then a little more time passed as 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 it does. And I started regarding, you know I, I met other people, I met other women. And, um, spoiler alert, it's about a woman. I met other women, and that early relationship that was so painful became less painful and more of just a melancholy memory. You know, less raw. The wound was less raw. And I became sort of forgiving in my mind about the way it ended and the way the whole thing had played out. And there was something about Dylan's delivery of these lines of the I'm still carrying the gift you gave. It's a part of me now. It's been cherished and saved. You know, be with me unto the grave and then into eternity. That, you know, that was one of those things where I was like, wow, how did I not hear those lines before? Well, I did hear those lines before, but it was at an age before I had had a really meaningful relationship. So it didn't register. Well, now it's registering. And that's why, I, again, I got to, Keep calling them landmines. I got to come up with something else, but like buried treasure. I think that's probably a better phrase: buried treasure, where it was like these lines were all all here waiting for me to discover, and now I'm ready for them. You know, now we're now I'm older and I'm ready to appreciate these lines. And so while there's you know the other lines in the song are are beautiful, and again, some people suggest this song is about Dylan's you know kind of putting away the whole born again thing and kind of it off to the side saying that was something i went through now I'm um, now it's over i don't regret it in fact i i have a lot of positive things uh, from the experience but i'm ready to move on that seems to be what this song is about but of course with any bob dylan song it's about whatever it is you want it to be about it's about it's what it's about to you and even though i you know i won't i can't suggest that this song is about a relationship expressly because of course To do so, you're sort of ignoring the first two of the three sets of verses. That's what I think of when I hear the song, every time I hear it. And it just has that melancholy but sweet sort of feel to it. I love Dylan's harmonica on it. I love the kind of unusual rhyme scheme that you've got going here. I'm not really familiar with all this kind of stuff, but I did a little reading. And it's the rhyme scheme you've got is like A-A-A-B, C-C-C-B, D-D-D, B, because you've got hour or so, don't know, hung low, shining sea, what I did, keeping it hid, get rid of everything you see. And then you've, you've got the blood, cut through mud, before the flood, everybody free. Mock of sin, tried to win, next of kin, know or see. And there's just something kind of loping about that that's very comforting and sweet. And like I said, it conjures this image of Dylan and the band, sitting in this wonderful recording studio. It's probably, it's a long summer day. It's, you know, it's it's 8.30 at night, but the sun is still out. It's just starting to creep down. And this is just them kicking back and, and relaxing with this version. Now, there is an alternate version. I have yet to hear it. Um, that original version, uh, that, that one was cut, was cut first. Uh, and I guess uh, Dylan d- deemed it not sufficient because this one was later done. The, the original version was cut in March of 1981. This version, On Shot of Love, is cut in May of 1981. Um, the only slight criticism I even have of this song is, and this is something I hadn't really thought about until I read uh, Clinton Halen's book, the recording sessions about it, is how it fades so abruptly. It ends with Dylan playing this wonderful harmonica solo, and it just fades very quickly. And Clinton Halen has a line in it which I, I in his book, which I find very funny, where he says, it sounds like... I think he says some ham-fisted mixer or some ham-fisted engineer just went de junk with the fader. And that makes me laugh because that is what it sounds like. Because it sounds like Dylan's in the middle of this big harmonica solo and it just... fades really quickly and you know i wonder like i know that shot of love was pruned like some of the songs were cut down a little to make the the album in total shorter but i mean good lord how much longer could have could have in the summertime have run uh, that you really needed to prune you know what 20 seconds off of it or something that's the only minor criticism i I have of the song but it's it's just one of those songs that are it's not particularly famous It's not a song Bob Dylan has played live very much uh, since 1981. He's only played it 26 times. He played it a bunch in 1981 and then basically not again until 2002 where he played it just a couple of times. (laughs) Um, That's kind of a weird random thing that he just decided to to pull it out. Um, I haven't heard any live versions um i know he's he never i was never at any of the shows that uh, that he performed that i would love to hear it because again it's one of my personal favorites and it's again it's just a song that every time i hear it it brings me back to that place it brings me back to that time where i was trying to get over this this thing that had happened and you know, and then time had passed, and I was over it, and I was able to incorporate it into my life as a, your backstory, your personal backstory, and it's something that, you know, I I can't, once that image got locked in uh, for the song, it was, it's always going to be there, and so I can't ever hear the song and not think of that time and that person, and uh, the fact that I'm glad that uh, I was able, able finally to look at it uh, in a nice way, and so, not to be too terribly literal, but I mean, it's a song I think about when it's the summertime, I and mean, the name of the damn song is "In the Summertime." But it just it as I as I've mentioned, summertime is my summer's my favorite time of year. I wish I could live in uh, summer all year round. Someday I hope to move somewhere where it's warm all year round. I don't. I'm not there yet. I haven't you know, lived my whole life in a in a state where it's cold more than half the year, and I, I long to. To, to live somewhere in warmer climes. But this song makes me feel warm, even when it's the winter. Uh, it warms me up because it's just – it's Dylan and a very forgiving sense and a very forgiving phase of his life, at least the narrator is in the of this song. And um, I can relate to that. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's just – I think it's a beautiful song. It is – again, it's, I would put it on, like, my top 20 favorite songs of his – but it's a song that virtually, you know, nobody but the most diehard Dylan fan um, is aware of because it's just it was never, you know, it was never a single. It was not a hit. And Shot of Love as a, as a record didn't do very well anyway. So uh, it was just not a song that, that anybody really bothered with. I'm not familiar with any covers of it either. So um, I would love to hear um, some of some of the live versions Um I, there is one from, I believe, the new the bootleg series collection that that is available. I would love to hear the the um, alternate take, just to hear you know what kind of image it conjures. But like I said, uh, it's just a beautiful song, and it's it's one of the reasons that I love Bob Dylan as much as I do because there's just so much of it out there. There's just so many other things, and I it makes me think, well, what songs now am I kind of ignoring that I just don't give a lot of time to that I might discover as buried treasure. There, I got rid of landmines, buried treasure years from now. Maybe when I'm in my 50s, uh, there will be versions of songs or songs that I will appreciate more than that I do now. That's probably going to happen. Maybe the Sinatra stuff will finally kick in for me or something. But um, I don't have much else to say about it in the summertime. Like I said, it's such a personal thing that I just couldn't imagine having a guest on to talk to them back and forth. I, I prefer just to just... This one to just be sort of a monologue. So um, I hope you enjoyed listening to this. Um, Like I said, the next episode, I'll have a guest again. Like I said, I I hope you enjoyed this one of just me talking about in the summertime. Um, It's just such a beautiful tune. And I'm so glad that the summer is here. And I want to play it again and just sort of uh, marinate in the beautiful imagery that uh, Dylan conjures up, both with the lyrics, the music, and just the general sound. Uh, of this song. So I think it's, it's beautiful. And everybody has someone, I think maybe like that in their life of someone, maybe it's a romantic relationship. Maybe it's just a friendship. Maybe it's a family relationship, but it's someone gifted you something, maybe not even on purpose, uh, but they did. And it's something again, that you carry with you for the rest of your life. And it makes you, you, and um, this person uh, that this song conjures up. We'll never hear this, uh, but I hope that, um, I, I don't know, I hope they know that uh, that uh, this is something that has helped make me uh, the person that I am, and I always will, will thank them for it. And I have to thank Bob Dylan for recording such a such a beautiful song. Um, it's just uh, it's amazing. A lot of great songs were left off of Shot of Love, and I'm glad this one was not because uh, who knows if it would ever would have seen the light of day otherwise. But it's just a great song in the summertime. So, yeah, the summer's here, everybody. Uh, enjoy it. Enjoy these long days. I know I will. And um, as usual, if uh, you want to listen to back episodes of the show, go to the website, fireandwaterpodcast.com, and we're talking Bob Dylan over on Twitter at uh, pod underscore Dylan. So – Again, thanks everybody. Thanks for indulging me and listening to this episode of me just sort of rambling, talking about a personal memory that I'm only sort of half willing to share. But uh, that's the uh, you know that that's the nature of these things. So in the summertime, it's a great it's a great tune. If you haven't listened to it, you can get it on iTunes off of Shot of Love and uh, give it a listen. I think it's just a it's a beautiful beautiful song. It's a gift Bob Dylan has given me, and it's cherished and saved. And it will be with me unto the grave and into eternity. So thanks, Bob. And we will see you all uh, for the next episode. And until then, uh, take care of yourselves. And uh, bye. Poverty and shame was theirs But all that suffering was not to be compared With the glory that is to be And I'm still carrying the gift you gave It's a part of me now, it's been cherished and seen It'll be with me unto the grave And then into eternity In the summertime